Welcome to episode three of 10 Things I Hate About an Outlander podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the pod so far. I'm Sharon and this is Ruth. And this week we explore the second half of season one from The Reckoning to To Ransom a Man's Soul. We just wanted to add a trigger warning in for this episode. We discuss domestic violence, sexual violence and rape. Um, We just thought it was important to let people know that these difficult subjects are discussed in this week's episode. We all have our favourite shows, but there's always something that comes along that means you like it a little less. The technical term is the scrappy-do effect. Two friends create a safe space to talk about their favourite show, Outlander. All the things they love about it and some of the things they hate. Although we all love Outlander, there are things we hate. Admit it, there's always something. So we've created a safe space, a space for all Outlander lovers to share their dark secrets, but mainly it's a space to share ours. Every week we'll discuss episodes, their themes, feminism, what we love, and every week we'll talk about something we hate. Roger. Yep, we hate him. (laughs) But let's be clear, we don't hate Rick Rankin. We have a clear grasp on reality. So join us, gentle viewer. Join Sharon and Ruth, two England-based Outlander fans, as they discuss love, hate and time travel. Hello. Hello, Sharon. (laughs) It's been a couple of weeks since we've done our, since did our last episode. Yeah, it has. Have you been? Yeah, good. Good and busy, which is why it's been so long. Um, yeah, yeah. But sure. it does feel really good being back, being back in the space again. Yeah, and I started to rewatch some episodes, uh, just to kind of you know warm myself up again. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, that that was good. I was thinking, oh, that's good. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm watching this with like that, you know, critical. I and you know I'm thinking of things to talk about so yeah it was yeah it's good to good to be back yeah it was in our safe space and it's when it's a tricky episode actually to like this episode of the podcast because yeah it has the my favorite episodes and my least favorite so I was like even though we're I, I as much as I love going back to it I was like oh but I'm just really nervous because it's there's part of this that I really don't want to watch yeah but then yeah. parts that are my absolute favorite like my favorite so my favorite scenes in the whole um in the whole of all the series are in it and yeah some of the hardest ones to watch uh but yeah. I think and some of the best um I think some of the best like acting of the two of them together as well yeah yeah and so, I think that I, I think that is something you know that I, I I often think about this like um the thing you know the types of programs that win awards the type of programs that don't win awards mm-hmm. the type of actors that win awards you know that sort of thing yeah and I you know and I know Outlander has won like you know some of the kind of more specialist um like especially like audience awards yeah. but I don't think he's ever got as much critical credit as it's due and I know Katrina Balf has won I really I really think that um that Sam Hewn has been sort of a bit robbed Mm -hmm. of 
of of credit really yeah, and, I, and, and I'm not and, and I and I genuinely think it's you know it's a little bit like why comedy and um teen things don't get credit I think it's just because he's he's you know his his character is like handsome and and mm-hmm. it's almost like he's not serious enough yeah it's like he's a heartthrob and therefore yeah, exactly he's kind of overlooked right I, I think he like you're right like he's been given he has been given in, in in this season some of I think the hardest scenes to act like it's really really yeah. intense and um yeah he just I don't know he just does it really really well like I, I, and and when I watch it over again I I don't understand how he hasn't um received credit for it as well it really yeah. is yes surprising I mean, especially Especially the first series, um, mm. where he really, you know, he really brings such a range. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think just you know, because you know, of you know, the things that you were talking about, I just thought you know, it's worth acknowledging that. Yeah, really. definitely. Um, um, and yeah, I agree. I think this second half of the season, um, I think the the an episode that I don't particularly like and I don't it's not the same as yours it's not for the same reason and I, I can't cannot put my finger on why I don't like this episode so you know discussing it with you will help me unearth why I, I don't particularly like it mm. um but I think I think there's a lot of good stuff in this second half of the season um, yes absolutely think- it is so much like going from like because we obviously finished the last one at the wedding and then like there's so much drama after that and then um and then and then it kind of you're like oh yay and then there's more drama with with her and Galis and then and then it calms down again and then it goes back up you're like my emotions are all over the place this is torture yeah it's it's non it is pretty constant and I think this might be one of the reasons why this particular episode that I don't like um is for that reason because I think there's a lot of action mm-hmm. um and stuff but yeah yeah so just just to remind viewers um this episode three we're going to be t- going from the reckoning mm-hmm. all the way till the final episode to ransom a man's soul yeah um and I think yeah I mean this there's so much in here you know it's almost a bit like where do we where do we start I know it's it's it, it, there is there is so much and there's so much find out between these two characters there's so much um kind of unearthed between the two of them um yeah. kind of you know going from you know the wedding where you know they 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 came together with a passion that neither of them could have could have ever expected um and then her kind of coming back to reality and being like you know I've lost my sight of where I am um and um and then I get and then and then all you know unveiling all her secrets to Jamie um and him actually understanding where you know what happened so like yeah there is there is a lot to get through so it's like where yeah where to start but I yeah, I mean, I guess, should we, I mean, I guess we could go through it, but it's I mean, the, yeah, go on. 
I was going to say, like, I think, you know, I, I can't imagine anybody's listening to an Outlander podcast that they haven't seen Outlander. That would just bizarre. So yeah. I think I, I think we should just dive in. And I, 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 I think one of the things that you identified and um, I just rewatched um, The Devil's Mark mm. the other day and it really made me think about like um like you identified female friendships mm-hmm. um and it would be good to kind of talk about that but i also thought about um sort of um women having a voice i mean that particular episode you know like women women having a voice and um women being sort of listened to and believed um, and having power of their own is all kind of played out quite a lot in that episode and Lallebrock as well, I think. Yeah, and absolutely. And even, um, and tr- I'm kind of trying to think now, is it this half of the season where Claire, is it? No, that's not, isn't it? No, that's beforehand where she, she, um, she rescues or not rescues but she cures that little boy from having yeah that yeah that's the previous one but where we yeah where we tee up we tee up like the the kind of power of the church as it were yeah yeah that's where that's part up yeah with miss uh mrs fitz having like you know finding her voice and being like you know this is my sister's house and it kind of yeah that that energy kind of it kind of rides its way through um which is yeah you know but but yeah like like you're saying that kind of you know female you know female friendship and and I think I think um the devil's mark in particular like is one of the you, you know if you think really it's mostly men that are talking in the series apart from apart from Claire mm-hmm. um but I think it's like this episode you get all these different women's voices sometimes you know ones that are attacking other women mm. you know if you think about um uh like the i was thinking like the maid galis's maid and um yeah yeah uh, when you know when they're when they're and then you know just all the women shouting as well in the courtroom um and and the like Claire and um Gaelis barely barely are able to say anything during mm-hmm. the car and and I think it's that really um I find it really kind of uncomfortable and I really have to kind of hold the feeling yes where it's almost like they're making Claire like when Claire is shouting and I'm <laughs> almost and they're and they're kind of threatening to kind of gag her yeah um, and it, and it really makes me kind of think you know um you know don't you know don't behave that way you're being you know you're being hysterical and I would never sort of say that or think that but it's like it's appropriate for them because she's desperate and they're not listening to reason because they're not you know it's a witch trial for crying out loud of course they're not listening to reason no um so but I have to kind of not kind of go along with what they think that she is this crazy woman yeah Um, absolutely so I think it's it's um yeah I think it's an it's a really interesting one for like women talking to each other or about each other yeah and 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 it is and and then having that like 
there's intimate conversations separately just between yeah. Claire and Galis. Like there's yeah. so much um there 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 is so much talking between them separately. You know, there's yeah. there's huge scripted pieces between the two of them, which is yeah, you know, really but, interesting back and forth. Yeah. Um and you know, Galis trying to slowly figure out, you know, she's got this feeling and there's something um there's something that Claire is hiding and she kind of is picking up on that. Yeah. Um, exactly. so that's interesting to unravel as well. Um yeah. but even like the episode just before that, like Claire, you know, fi- when you when you were speaking about women having a voice, like that, and it's one of my favorite scenes is when she meets the Duke of Sandringham. And yeah. uh, like he, I mean, he is just spectacular. I just the way he delivers his lines are just incredible. Um, but I find the chemistry between them is so good. I find mm. like you know when she's but she, and she just speaks so clearly and she's so articulate. Yeah, and she's very clever. Like the way you know she's then he's just absolutely appalled that this woman would, you know the what does he call them the weaker sex. Um, yeah, I can't remember the words he used, but it's something, something like something that. Something like yeah. that. The, or the fairer sex or something. Yeah. Um, you know would you know, uh, you know come and, and and voice her opinions like this but um yeah that's quite enjoy and then he when you know she he gets him into a duel and she's absolutely livid um that's um you know it's just the way her, she's constantly as all as as Claire always does though you know she finds she finds a, a space for her to voice her really strong and uh, uh and rightfully her, her her opinions on it yeah and I think I think that also um and I don't know if, I think we maybe have talked about this before, like her her having this knowledge that other people don't have. Mm. And I think there's a lot of that in this sort of second half of the series. Yeah. Where, you know, I mean, she obviously she uses her knowledge with the Duke of Sandringham and, you know, ultimately Galis, Galis's knowledge of, you know, the fact that she knows she's from the future. Yeah. Um, but also kind of what it made me think of was like a lot about secrets and who believes what and who tells the truth. Yeah. And I think, and I think you know, like a scene that I really like and it, and it kind of reminds me of the scene um, in the wedding episode where she sort of, it's almost like the reverse where in the wedding episode, she asks him to sort of tell his story. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in, in The Devil's Mark, she kind of tells him her story yeah and that kind of um like trusting people and being able to trust people with the truth is a really interesting thing between them because you know for everything he is still Mm. somebody from the 18th century and she's just about to tell him that she's from the future um yeah and you know and she's just been accused of being a witch um so yeah. I, I think you know I think that's I really love that scene and I really like how how he plays it I really like um like how he believes her but then when he when he says um something like it would have been it would have been a lot easier, a lot easier if you were a witch it would have been a lot easier if and and you know I, I I think and I think that's the thing that he really brings to this role is that kind of ability to kind of lighten the tone 
Mm. You know, when it's because been something she... really deep and serious, and then he brings just a lightness. Yeah. And to she's it. she's so like she's so vulnerable in that in that yeah, scene. Exactly. I just love it. Like she's it's 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 one of the first times we see him not in a kilt. Um, mm. and so he's very much like close, you know, he's he's not exposed in any way. Um, and and she is so exposed with her, mm. you know, her dress is ripped, her back is bleeding. Um, you know, she's just broken down, like she hasn't mm. slept, she's been through something incredibly traumatic, and um, and and she just bears her soul to him, and he yeah. and, and and he just and he sits there so calmly, just giving her exactly what she needs and like she says that she's like it's like a, like a cataract of water over a dam you know she's just unleashed everything and she, like she didn't realize how much she needed to tell him and yeah and then he just gives her that space and then afterwards I don't know it's so it's almost so healing like he allows her to to cry he allows her to which again like he's saying like you know this is an 18th century man who has grown up in that you know within within that culture and and he's a, and a young man who is, you know, okay, he's had a lot yeah, of experiences. Exactly. But he is a young man and he's still able to just, you know, he still would not, you know, think of interrupting her or being, or shying away from a woman who is, I, I get, you know, yeah. who would be described as hysterical. Yeah. Because she was, what, like, sparing her feelings. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it is one of those scenes and like, like, like we've said already, like one of the many scenes in, in this season with between the two of them that are just I really hold sacred. I just think these this is what these are the foundations of yeah. what um brings us through the whole six seasons. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly. one of those building blocks, I think. Yeah, yeah. And and I would say, and I you know, I don't like to be um a TV show versus the books, but I do think because the TV show deals with the more, you know, especially because he he reflects about about hitting her, mm-hmm. and I and, and I don't think they deal with that scene particularly well. Like they make it a bit of a comedy scene. Yeah, but I think that in in the TV show, how they kind of get him to reflect and learn mm-hmm. is is better than the book because that kind of doesn't really happen I don't think in in yeah. the book um and and like in this it, yeah I I think they get that I think yeah they, I think they make him more sensitive absolutely yeah um and um it yeah it just I mean it it's almost like how can we it's our it's our us falling in love with him even more I guess it's like how can we not love you know <laughs> yeah even though like yes in that in that episode it's like jamie what are you doing um in the it's it's reckoning i think um and then you know he reflects he thinks about he's absolutely appalled by himself you know appalled with himself yeah he says it you know he's so cross um he's got he's wearing his very cross jamie face um um but yeah absolutely yeah um and I think I think yeah I mean I I I think you have 
in in our copious notes about the show. <laughs> um, you know, it feels like that episode as well. It, you know, is is a throwback to where they have like the big argument after mm. she after he rescues her. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's there's well, there's several parts of that episode that I love, but I know that you're torn with this one. I I mean it it's. I think my main problem with it is the the kind of scene. I, th- I think the from 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 the point where he sort of goes to her bedroom and is gonna beat her mm. to the to the kind of the following morning scene where they where they're kind of laughing and joking about her not sitting down because her backside saw. Yeah. I think the fact that they sort of play that as a joke. Yeah, they're all and giggling it, and it about even it. has like it even has like sort of slightly comedy music. Yeah, it does. They they lighten it all with comedy yeah, music. It's like and, screaming at him and hitting and, him. And and I just and I just think it just really and and I and you know I think they're only doing it because you can't have him be the hero and and hit a woman. Absolutely, yeah. And I, th- and I think that, and so I think that's the main reason why I I find it problematic mm-hmm. is um is that it, it is kind of you know it's their way of trying to come up with making sort of domestic abuse palatable. Yeah, exactly. And but then I think how they get her to deal with it, I think. I like that. I like that. Like the fact that she comes back at him with a knife and and then him, you know, recognizing how he should like learn. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's good. It's just it's just that bit itself, how it's played for comedy, just doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And I know um I know that episode as well. You you really you you're really don't like the the narrative the narration going from Jamie as coming from Jamie as well. well it like starts I off. I don't dislike it. I just think it's an interesting shift. I think you know. Okay. It's it's, it's I, I I I you know I I would be interested to to get their perspective of why why did they choose gone it, from yeah. her being the narrator? Yeah. To, to like that episode where he's narrating mm-hmm. and I think it's like the only one he does it's literally the only one ever and yeah. I and then like I'm wondering did I don't know I was like so he's he's experiencing something very difficult when all the way to um I don't even know where do they take her again I can't even remember the name of the prison and um they um you know, he's so. I thought it was because he, you know, his worst fears are realized or whatever. But they don't. He doesn't even have an inner monologue for that, so you no, don't know exactly. how he's feeling. Exactly. So you're just like, okay. So all I want to know is like, how is he dealing with this? The fact that he doesn't know how he's going to find her. Yeah. Um. That you know that was interesting, and you know, I mean, it's a great scene when he, you know, I mean, the, well, it's the end. I mean, obviously, the best 
one is the one before that where the very last scene where he's you know I'll, t- I'll thank you to take your hands off my yeah wife. yeah and then great. it ends it's absolutely yeah it's brilliant. great it's a great end to an episode yeah and his uh I I, I think Jay, you know I think Sam Hewn is great in that scene where he's you know his 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 facial expressions with anger when when he's like, you know, when Jack Randall is like, or would you know, would you care to watch? And he's, yeah. you know, he's literally spitting with with fury. Yeah. Um, and but I just the scene. So I, I absolutely agree with you. There's so many parts of this I hate and I love, but this I think the scene between them arguing is, it is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I think they just, I mean, they say the most horrible things. He reveals parts of himself that are horrible. Yeah. Uh, you know, you are my wife and you will do what I say, um, whether you like it or not. And she's like, well, I don't like it. I, I mean, I think, she, and she pushes him, like she pushes yeah. him so far. Um, and I just love that she just keeps pushing and pushing physically, um, verbally, um, you know, the, choosing things just to, to to push him over the edge and then they both kind of collapse and you know he he gets he finally gets to say what he what you almost think his inner monologue should have said it's yeah. like you know he's yeah. like you know you know armed you know my bare hands armed with an empty pistol and you know you're you're cutting me my guts out he's you know you really are just like okay right he's reeling with pain here yeah. of what could have happened to her because he's there like and he's been there for a long time she hasn't she's not there yet she's not there with the deep like would would die for you love no, she, no she's you not yeah. and he is and so he's experienced this and she's just like well yeah you know you're you just kind of came in between me and trying to get home um so for me I just yeah I think that scene is 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 really 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 phenomenal um and yeah and 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 that when he's you know you belong to me and you are my wife whether and she like like I was saying and then the but then how she repeats that in the last in the very last episode is not the to ransom a man's souls when she's like I belong to to you and you belong to me you know she almost is like it's it's said in such fury at the start and then they've come kind of like so further in to ransom Mansell and she's desperately crying to him saying you know I belong to you um yeah and no one else you know and no one else come between us so it's, it's just it's just an interesting choice of words that that's repeated in such a different way um when we get you know much further into their relationship and their feelings for each other when into ransom Mansell but um yeah, yeah I, yeah I just I do love how they played it I think they're really passionate I think they're both full of so many so much feeling and I think they show it really well um but yeah and then obviously the when they make up I think is one of the their best sex scenes yeah I've ever done it's brilliant yeah I agree um yeah I I think yeah I think the um I think it is really good uh, yeah I think all of that is played out really well I just think the um you know, I, I think I, I think the the him doing the voiceover instead mm-hmm. of her, yeah, um, is is in in a way the same reason why they put the slightly kind of comedy music. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's because they're trying to kind of create an understanding and excuses for his behaviour. Yeah, 
and absolutely yeah and you know I can understand that but then I don't know you can't take that scene out because you'd lose all that kind of sort of narrative and and kind of um you know what does move their relationship on but I I I still think that I I wonder if they slightly regret it the way they did it now absolutely and I and I just think I really want to know her perspective in this in this episode as well like it's like I just don't think like I think you're right like it doesn't bring anything to it it doesn't bring like him talking it just doesn't add anything I don't know anything new because anything that was really valid from his inner thoughts are already he already speaks them because he's not keeping any secrets so we don't need to know do you know what I mean it almost yeah. starts because she we always get her because she's on a journey that everyone you know she's not from this place so we yeah. need to understand what she's talking about because she, she does so many parallels with the present day um, but for him, it's like, I'm, I don't, yeah, it's not giving me anything. He already says, like, his innermost, deepest thoughts out loud, like, in the yeah. argument. And at the end, when he's like, you know, I want you so much, I can hardly breathe. Like, like he's he is literally just like, he, he's almost like he, he can't take another breath without her. And yeah. he says it, though. So it's like, we don't need to know your, your inner thoughts. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think yeah, I think yeah. It's just there's there's so much that goes on, and um, I think there's you know there's like the the bit where she you know she decides not to go to mm-hmm. back to the twentieth century. Um, yeah. And they go, you know, they go back to Lollybrock. And yeah. um, I think it's, you know, I think it's quite interesting that, you know, even even that is kind of tense for her and and tense for him as well. Um but I think I think that's one of the ones where it, you know, again, it shows her as a bit of a you know adjusting to a different time and a place yeah for sure it's um yeah it does it, it seems to be her like she's just I don't know she's constantly showing her what is that what's the word it's like her not flexible but like she's always the one I don't know trying to develop and and get there yeah. Um and adapt and um but yeah, I've I've just lost my train of thought on what I was gonna say. No, yeah, no, I think I, I think so. I think as well it's quite um again with with um oh, I've completely forgotten his sister's name. Uh Jenny. Jenny like with the introduction of Jenny and I think you know I think this is one of the things that the show does well it you know and especially like where um you know because she's you know she's pregnant and then she has the baby and that you know that's really difficult and then they have to go um like to rescue him um Mm -hmm. and I think um 
Um, and I think, you know, they're showing a, like another strong female character, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. And, and that's yeah. one of the things that I quite like is that yeah. they show like lots of different types of strong. Um, and I like how like her and Jenny are a little bit rubbing each other up the wrong way at first. Yeah, yeah. But slowly sure. sort of become like come to respect one another. Um, I think that's really, um, really good because I think it would have been a bit annoying if they'd made them kind of enemies or at, at loggerheads with each other. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. They, they, I, yeah, I love the way they're how they kind of like the ice breaks between them is is their their mutual love of Jamie and um yeah, uh, and you know. I think Claire just shows, you know, obviously Jenny's like underestimating her to begin with. And, and um, I think she surpasses all of her expectations with how far she will go to, um, to, to rescue him or to find yeah. him. And yeah. I think Jenny's like, okay, right. So I, I get it now. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and the scenes with her, with Jenny and, and Jamie are really sweet as well, like by the graveside and um, yeah. like one of the, I just watched that one the other night was when he's trying to fix the, the mill. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, obviously initially supposed to be quite com- comedy, but then Jenny is just so devastated um, yeah, at the exactly. end of that scene. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I do like, you know, Je- with Claire helping her give birth and, um, you know, obviously that, you know, that's kind of one part of the, the puzzle kind of like breaks a bit and and then uh following that when Jamie obviously she has to go find them and then it kind of breaks some more and and then when she tells Jenny to plant the potatoes um and she's like yeah. oh my brother said that you would tell me something and and you know she and then you can say all oh, right well she, she's not asking any questions she's trusting her and you're like okay yeah. right then that's yeah exactly uh, they've kind of definitely formed a bond now yeah um yeah and um and then we've got the reintroduction of Marta then as well at the same time, which is yeah. always a, always a plus. Yeah, always always love Marta. Um, yeah, turning up. Um, mm. Yeah, and I wonder then if because you know we've I, I've touched on bits. You know, there's I, I do feel like this part of the series season has got like lots of stuff that we love but also has got lots of stuff that we hate Mm. so like I mean I you know I've talked about you know the bits in the reckoning that I really hate and um yeah and 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 I think uh, and, and this is the one that I can't explain I don't hate it I just I just don't love it and I don't know why I don't I but the search I just, mm. I just, I know this is going to sound really stupid when I say it. Just feel like the search bit goes on for too long. It goes on forever. Just feels oh. a bit like a bit of. It, it, I just feel like you know, do we need her? Do we need to see her singing this song again? I know. So I and think it, it just, it just, yeah. I just kind of like, come on, you know. Yeah, you're just like, and like I would say, I think I said that as well, and like, what I hate about it, it's just like you're constantly being led to believe that they're going to find him. Yeah. And I just think it's so unnecessary. It was like, 
every bloody scene like it's like oh wait the gypsies are back and it's like oh they see it's like oh for fuck's sake and then we see him you know getting up to 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 be hung and you're just like when is this going to end it's like there's so many different stages of that episode yeah. and yeah. then blackjack ran arrives and you're like okay right great my life's over now this is just absolutely horrendous um but yeah I just think it you absolutely agree it just goes on for so long um I don't know there's almost like between the watch and and not not sorry not the watch um the search and to ransom a man's soul like those last few episodes could have been two yeah um, potentially but um yeah it 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 does I know they I know they wanted to kind of like tease out Claire and Jenny's relationship as well but yeah and there's and you know you get a bit there's a bit of learning there with Marta and his yeah. love for Jamie yeah uh, you know but that's you know that's a few sentences <laughs> Yeah. Get that in and yeah. under a I just, minute. I just I just feel that there's a lot of them gab- galloping along across mm. Scottish Highlands. Lands- landscapes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of landscape galloping. And <laughs> and then there's maybe, you know, one too many times of of singing a jaunty song. <laughs> um, you know, do I need to hear it four times? No, I don't. So. <laughs> And from someone else as well. I'm like, yeah. okay, great. Not only is Claire singing it, but this other randomer is as well. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I just feel, I know they're trying to introduce the gypsies as like a, you know, a new character with information, but I, yeah, I just feel it's a bit, it's done a bit ham-fisted. I know um, the Irish and, get an absolute doing in this. Oh, uh, I mean, this series, it's, it's, um, yeah, the whole series, it. all the way up to present series six, every Irish person that enters is like evil. I was going to say, are there any good Irish characters that they bring in? I mean, there aren't in that one. I mean, the gypsies kind of, kind of come come good, but mm. they're they're obviously you know they're duplicitous, they're thieves. Yeah, um, you know, Horrocks is just an out and out horrible bad guy. Um. um I thought the Irish and the Scots would get on. I was like, what's going on here? So um, yeah. I thought we were supposed to be on the same side, but um, maybe I need to reread my history. But yeah, it's um, <laughs> take it personally. Um, but... But, I think, but I think it is worth observing those things because, you know, the Irish are, are a marginalised group and were, you know, you know, were persecuted as badly, if not potentially worse than the the Scots. So, yeah. You know, I, I I think I think casting them as I mean, you know, the British get cast as the sorry, the English get cast as villains as well, but um, they lean into quite a few um, sort of you know Irish Irish stereotypes. Yeah. And, um, you know, they 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 could have you know, they could have thought better of it. It's like Martin really, when you see the Harry Potter films, the one Irish kid in that, Seamus, yeah. he's always <laughs> always blowing stuff up. Seamus Finnegan. Seamus Finnegan. He's always blowing stuff up and um, it does Martin's head in. My, this is my husband um, yeah. to, the, to the listeners. Um, and I, and yeah, I just think, you know, in, in the 21st century, we don't have to have those kind of lazy no. ethnic tropes anymore. <laughs> 
Yeah, for so, sure. Come on, I, Outlander, try harder, please. <laughs> try harder with your yeah, Irish Yeah, I'm like, where is it? Like, I don't understand. We both have uh, the Irish and the Scots of Celt Gordon, but yeah, exactly. um, I don't know yeah, where it's that's Treated going. badly by the English, they should be sticking yeah. together. Sticking together is right. Um, yeah, so that, and then that brings us uh, very unfortunately into um, the last, the last two episodes which are incredibly harrowing um and some of the you know some incredible um acting from Tobias Menzies as always um in some incredible silent scenes yeah um, you know between while Jamie sits there it's the tension is just yeah. like you know yeah. and 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 Jet Black Jack just like you know gazing on um I struggle I, I've told you this before I struggle to watch so to watch I don't think I've ever properly watched to ransom romance all, all the way through um yeah. I, I, I do struggle I find the you know what I'm like I can't watch uh zombie movies or programs that pace in the room um I do about 30,000 steps when I'm watching <laughs> The Walking Dead um well, I, but I, yeah I think it is, you know, I think it is, you know, I think they capture the trauma of it. I mean, I, I obviously I'm not in any way an expert on sexual violence, but I think they, you know, they, I think they do sort of capture the trauma of it. And, and the thing I think that, which is that kind of, um, destruction of intimacy and destruction of um you know like where he's exploiting um the fact that he is exhausted and wants to just give up and yeah. and you know so i just think it's it, it, it you know it shows sort of sexual violence in in a different way that it's not just um you know violent but it's it's you know it's manipulative it's mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it's like emotionally it's violent men- as well yeah, it's and, emotional torture yeah and torture. psychological violence and I just mm. think that's you know I think it's really it's really well done but is is hard going because they don't they don't kind of no it's hard go going. Back. like from the beginning where he you know hammers the nail into his hand yeah and Claire is watching on I mean it was just so well done like her just like hanging off his neck yeah um and just the way he looks at her it's just oh it's they it, it just play it so well and he kisses her and he's and then he she's dragged away um but again but still does not give up yeah, you know, she's just like, you know, which like, of course, like you'd just be even more determined to annihilate uh, Blackjack. But, um, yeah, those I mean, those scenes are when I mean, it's it, I I do find it really good the way they went from that, uh, the way they did it. So they that the awful scenes in the prison, um, where she almost rescues him and then she yeah. almost gets killed and then he just does anything he can to not um make let that happen and then um and then from that 
to the opening, which is like the whole thing is over into Ransom Mansoul when when they all the cattle come in. Yeah. So you so you almost think like, oh, have I gotten away? Have I gotten away with this? I don't need to see what horrendous things have happened inside this. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Um, and then she rescues him, and I I mean some of the I just think some of the most beautiful things played out in in that last in that last scene uh, that last um episode where she um you know she sews his hand up I think that was just done so well um an awful scene to watch but um yeah there's so many different parts of that last that last episode like I know the flashbacks are really hard to take but I just think that both actors as well are just laid bare I just they they just yeah. really really just gave it everything yeah um and one of those scenes I watched the other day was that scene where I I quoted earlier when when she did when she makes the rosemary and the lavender oil and yeah. you know she is literally like you know I belong to you and you belong to me and 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 you know no one and she just holds his face and it's just oh like every time I watch it I think I'm, I mean the amount of times I've wa- watched these episodes but it just pierces me you know is she's like you know and no one else and she just collapses on top of him and he and the way he's just like staring into the abyss like he's like there's nothing can rescue me now and yeah. he just lifts his hand up and then to to kind of cuddle her in and can't do it it's yeah. just I think it's just done so well you can really just feel how broken he is and yeah. and and equally her like she's just like this is you know this is breaking her as well and she's like and that's it then um and almost like how far they have they have come in that where she's like well then that's fine if you want to die in this room I will die with you and you're like, okay, great. That just seals the whole season off. It's just like, you're both, you know, he's ready to die for you. And now you're, you know, you're together now in, in you know, the, the love you have for each other is matched almost. Yeah. You know, yeah. in that last, that last episode, it's like, and now we're, you know, they're finally at, at the same pace. Yeah. Um, which is, um, yeah, I think it's done so well. Yeah, no, I I agree. Yeah, I agree, and I think as well it it gives um like there's there's because obviously they go to a monastery, mm. and you know you've got him kind of confessing what's happened to him, and then her doing the same to the um yeah, abbot. um and I just think that I just think that's really well done and um. Like yes. his reaction to it is, I really like how he reacts and yes. you know, almost like, you know, you know, like, um, like, you know, like, you know, like he's curious and, and sort of understands the kind of, um, you know, the world is mysterious and you can't explain everything. Mm. Um, he's just contemplating it almost. Yeah, I, I really like that. I, I, I think he, I, I really like how he performs all of that. Um, yeah that's so true it's a really good scene um but yeah it's very unexpected isn't it that, that yeah yeah it is it is um and I think I suppose like at the end like where they where they you know where they they're going to France and um 
saying goodbye to everybody I suppose one of the things that I you know and I think this is why season two is you know and the beginning of season three becomes so difficult because you know you start to lose all the all these other characters that you've mm-hmm. started to like um mm-hmm. and um I think you know it's one of the one of the really good changes I think they've done from the book, which is, mm. you know, obviously in the book they're barely they're barely a pencil drawing. You know, what I mean they're such Yeah. It's such minor, minor you know, they're not even a character really. Um, but I really like the fact that they, you know, they pull them through and and you know make them, you know, much deeper characters in the show. Because I just think I, I I sometimes wonder, would we, you know, for as much as we, you know, like Claire and Jamie, mm-hmm. you know, having that big depth of cast where you really like other characters and really care about them. And, um, you know, I mean, we started a podcast about how much we don't like Roger. So... <laughs> yeah oh like 100% like those and the, and I think those dynamics are so good in that last yeah. episode it really alleviates some of the tension like in to ransom man so like the you know with Willie and mm. and and you know them just like I, I just love the one of the one of my favorite quotes is when Claire faints and uh when she comes out from Jamie and um or no, no, sorry, when yeah, when she finds out that he was gonna um kill himself mm. and um and she faints and onto Myrta and then when she wakes he goes, You scared the piss right out of me. And I every time he says it, I burst I just burst out laughing. It's so funny. And then the they did the dynamics with the other three who were always like messing around and you know, they just like you know, they are like you say, like just barely noticeable until the the tv series and they just play such a huge part in the, the rescuing of jamie as well and they all yeah. risking the, you know and they've risked their lives for her as well yeah um yeah. in the you know previous episodes and then uh they all risk, risk their lives for jamie um and um and then there's that really random i which i almost forgot that really random side scene with uh dougal i almost forget yeah. about that so weird yeah so pointless almost like um it is always I always restrain whenever I come across it I'm like oh yeah I forgot that this was here it's just really pointless um but yeah I mean I I think it's like like we're like we've just been building up to it like that the two of them their journey is you know the most intense of all of all the seasons in this season of course like getting to that stage where they're literally ready to tie for each other and then (laughs) I know we're not there yet but to open season two the way it does it's just so clever it's like oh my god I know exactly I I think I remember when we both watched it and we were like what is happening what is what is actually happening yeah. right now like you've just waited so long exactly yes hopefully Jamie's been healing you're like you know you're like I wonder how it's going to open they're going to be in France no way. and then you're just like what the fuck just happened yeah it's like <laughs> yeah 
absolutely shocking and like it doesn't even there's no even escaping it like in that in that first episode because it just continues you're like oh no no no, maybe they'll go back yeah exactly exactly it's 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 so I mean it's so clever but it's so um it's torture it's such a head fuck as well that first yeah season two um but yeah um and I think you know one of the things we haven't sort of thinking of season two where I think we'll be spoiled for things to talk about for this but our favorite fashion bits from from this part of the season because it's quite a brutal one where people are mostly wearing the same outfits for quite long periods of time yeah oh no, always yeah I think um yeah I, I think I wrote down Claire's coat when she when she sees Galus in the woods mm. I just love I love her um yeah, it's very structured and yeah really beautiful yeah. when she sees the changing baby yeah. Um, but yeah, otherwise it's um it's a tricky one. But I think we could dedicate an entire episode to the next season's fashion. Oh my moments. goodness, I think we probably need to. Mm. Um, yeah, I quite like, and I don't think I've really talked about it for much of the series. But I I quite like um the accessories. Like mm-hmm. I like I like Galis's little woolen capes that she wears. Yeah, I like um like the sort of knitted like almost like knitted collars I can't really describe it any better than that that oh yeah yeah Um, yeah love it and the kind of little again the little kind of you know almost like knitted just kind of over the shoulder shawls yeah Um, so I yeah I really like the accessories a lot in in series one but yeah series series two just kind of properly ramps up ramps the fashion up I'd say they were devastated to, to leave France oh I um, mean the actors the, just, the costume team <laughs> the co- a wild time why they're like what oh stunning absolutely yeah. stunning yeah. um yeah and I think we've talked about a lot of uh, a lot of um feminist themes and in, in already um yeah, I, I mean, think yeah the domestic violence um is a big thing and I imagine it gets I imagine it could I imagine it potentially comes up in a lot of conversations about about Outlander giving what an overarching feminist theme there lies within it um yeah that I, something I, so serious can be overlooked so lightly yeah um, I think it's their one you know it's their real weakness because I think I think otherwise this sort of second half of the series is actually really strong because I think mm-hmm. you get a lot more um you know you get a lot more sort of complicated women 